G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson, and welcome to today's 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 weekdays on Vision from 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. Well, a new YouTube ad campaign's just been released by surf brand Roxy, advertising the upcoming French leg of the 2013 Pro Tour. But what was meant to be a teaser competition to highlight the sport and the tour has been condemned as sexploitation. Professor Catherine Lumby is a professor of media at Macquarie University and one of her research interests is with young people, media consumption and relationships. She's on the line now with Matt Gies speaking about the Roxy Pro advertisement. Catherine, there's a new ad out on YouTube advertising the Roxy Pro. Now, this is a big ad because Roxy is one of the biggest supporters and biggest surf brand sponsors of women's professional surfing in the world. And yet the the content of the ad is almost voyeuristic at times, I think was one word used to describe it. Could you help us understand a little bit more about what the ad is and why you have shared concerns in the press about this particular version of an advertising campaign? Well... You know, at first glance, the ad would appear to be a lingerie commercial. Um, you know, the, the camera lingers on the young woman's bare legs and, and there's a lot of lingering shots for bottom and she gets into the shower and, you know, the final shot um, is of her paddling out into the surf. But there's no emphasis on her surfing. It's, it's the, the camera, again, lingers on her quite lovely bottom in a, a little bikini. Um, and I should say up front that... You know, I'm, I'm not someone who has um, a blanket objection to ads which show beautiful female bodies. Um, and I think if it was a lingerie commercial, it probably would have passed fairly unnoticed because, you know, it's advertising lingerie. Uh, but I think in the context of an ad that is purporting to promote a professional women's sporting tournament, uh, it, it's, it's really inappropriate. It, it really seems to me very regressive um, because... It, it, you know, it's, it's, it does sort of inappropriately sexualise someone who's an elite athlete. And, um, you know, I really could not imagine if you flip the scenario, um, them promoting a male surfing tournament in that way. Mm. So what is it that uh, caught your attention first? I mean, this, this is a, an ad campaign released on YouTube specifically by Roxy for their Surf Pro. So why is it creating such a storm, do you think? creating a bit of a storm because community attitudes towards female athletes have really changed um, and, I, and, and so has media portrayal of them. Um, I know this because some years ago, um, or fairly recently, I, I did some research for the Australian Sports Commission into the representations of elite ath- female athletes. Now, we found, unfortunately, that there's very little coverage or there's not enough coverage. Um, in fact, horses get more coverage on free-to-air TV in the news than female athletes, which gives you some idea of how woeful the level of coverage is. However, when we looked at what coverage there was, we found very little evidence of, you know, trivialising female athletes, of inappropriately sexualising them, 
in fact, we found the mainstream media is doing a you know, very professional job of reporting women's sport. Um, and so I think you know, the first thing to say is that this ad is very out of step with um, the way that female athletes are, are ordinarily portrayed. Now, especially when you come to something like this, I mean, Roxy, as I said earlier, is the leader when it comes to promoting professional women's surfing. You know, they've got their name mm. on surfwear, they've got their name on the uh, the women's pro, the international tour. Um, I'm guessing you would have expected more from a brand that is so keen to promote women's professional sport. Absolutely. I mean, I find it a very curious decision on their part. Uh, because as a brand, they would be, they would have people in, senior people in their organisation who um, are in touch with elite female surfers. Um, and we know that today, I mean, you know, when I grew up um, as a teenager in the 1970s in a beach culture, you know, women's role was to sit on the, on the sand and, you know, keep the hot dog warm while their boyfriend surfed. Um, and... You know that, that women just very few women surfed, but I mean now young there are young women everywhere surfing, and we've got Lane Beachley, who's a world champion, who's a fantastic role model. Um, you know, and I, I think that there's always been a kind of, well, traditionally an underlying sexism in surf culture, um, but you know I think the, the the presence, the visible presence of so many terrific female surfers has really made a dent in that, um, and I, I I think it's very strange that a brand that that you know, promotes um, female surfers should really, you know, regress. I mean, it very much looks like a kind of ad that could have been made in the 1970s. Mm. Do you think it also goes to looking at the influence on younger people in the community? I mean, like, Roxy are also big on the Girls Go Surfing Days, which uh, are happening Mm -hmm. right across the country at different times of the year, encouraging young women to get out and give surfing a go it's something different a different kind of yep. sport they can get involved in do you think this may have a, a flow-on effect for younger members of the community to say well you know this is a brand i trust this is a brand i know you know they're doing this for us so obviously it's going to be okay to do this sort of thing and to have this ad going wherever well you know i think the thing is that yeah you know i've got a huge amount of confidence in the intelligence and savvy of young women um and I think that uh, I'm guessing that Roxy thought that it would appeal to young female consumers by saying, you know, look, you can look really hot in our surf gear. Um, but I think, you know, the fundamental error was that it's really an ad kind of made for men, not for women. And, um, and while it's true that, you know, young women, um, and so they should, you know, enjoy dressing up and, and, and you know, have every right to um, make themselves look sexy in whatever way they consider appropriate. That's all fine by me. But that's quite separate to um, the performance of an athlete in sport. And I think that young women are able to separate out those things. Uh, you know, and I think that I feel strongly that when we're, when we're, we're um, representing women in professional contexts, um, that we don't confuse the issue with, um, you know, reducing women simply to their body parts. Now, do you think this is uh, also going down the same line as to what many other sports have been experiencing recently, looking at the culture and the nature of not just the sport itself, but those involved in the sport, from the players to the staff to the supporters and their attitude towards other members of society and, in this case, female members of society? Yeah. Look, I mean, I think that this has been... um, I've been involved pro bono with the Rugby League since 2004, assisting them with their education programs and evaluating their education programs with them. Um, and, you know, rugby league, which is seen as a very blo- blokey kind of sport, 
Um, and they've certainly had some, you know, unfortunate off-field incidents. Uh, but, but even though it's seen that's, that's the kind of reputation, in fact, when you look at what they've been doing in terms of education around ethics, including violence prevention and, um, and sexual assault prevention, they're really at the cutting edge um, when it comes to uh, encouraging guys to stand up on behalf of women to do the right thing, to speak out against violence. Um, and I think that's terrific because it's, you know, the NRL is very influential. Uh, and I think it's, so I think there's a trend there where you're actually, because of community standards changing, you're actually seeing mainstream sports get on board with those messages. Um, and as I said, I mean, I, I know that, that there's, a, there's been a traditionally a sexist element in surfing. I know it firsthand from having grown up with it. Um, but I would have thought that really the surfing culture is also changed. And I've noticed that some of the, some of the people complaining about the ad are male surfers. So it, it, it's, it's, it seems very peculiar to me. But I, 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 I don't think that young women are going to look at this ad and suddenly think... Um, think of themselves only as a sex object. I mean, I think it's more complex than that. I think the most likely outcome will be that some women, some young women will be put off by it and not, not by the Roxy brand. So as a person engaging in professional media studies and actually teaching future journalists mm-hmm. and future students engaging in the media, how would you have changed this ad to make it more a productive advertisement for their campaign? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that you could... Um, we can celebrate the beautiful fit bodies of elite athletes. That's, that's terrific. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but, you know, show them in action. Show, the, show, show their bodies in action. Show their bodies performing. Show them doing something. Because I think the problem with this ad is that, you know, it's, it's not only voyeuristic, but she's kind of um, put in this almost passive role. It's, the camera's sort of like an onlooker who's, um, you know, Travelling up and down her body, and there just is there isn't this sense that she's got any agency in the body. And I think you know, young women, uh, as I said, you know, are happy to glamorise themselves if that's their thing, and that's great. Um, but they're also very conscious of um, who they are professionally, what they can do, what they can achieve. And and you know, I think those sort of messages around agency are, are things that young women are much more likely to respond to. And how to be taken seriously as a female athlete, not just as someone who looks good in an advertising campaign. Yeah, absolutely. And I really think those days have gone. I mean, I think we can accept that, you know, look at Lane Betchley. She's a gorgeous looking woman. Um, you know, she's got a superb fit body. Um, but nobody would trivialise her or reduce her just to her body. Um, She's a real role model for Australians, I think, and for, particularly for young women. Uh, and I, th- I think that um, it, I'm, I know that it's, a frust- it's been historically a frustration for many female athletes that they don't get enough coverage, that doesn't drive enough sponsorship for them, and that sometimes you have sponsors who um, only want to kind of promote women who are stereotypically attractive. And, um, you know, I, I would really hope that we're moving out of those days um, and into an era where we take female athletes as seriously as we take our male athletes. Mm. Well, it sounds like it's a conversation that is going to continue, that has been continuing for quite a while. But it's nice to hear a a different voice commenting on that and uh, looking at that as a professional in the media industry. Catherine Lumby, thank you very much for uh, offering your opinion with us today. A pleasure, Matt. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.